So I'll introduce you guys. Um, we'll do the introduction, and then Dr. Shukla, I'll just ask you to talk a little bit about the testing that's done. Um, I'll kind of intro it, just that, you know, we've applied for a fire act grant, 20 fire districts being involved. Um, refer back to the first podcast that we did if they want more information about that, and then if we can get in the testing, and then Steve, at some point I'll talk to you if you can talk about it off just once again with you that you're the one that came forward you know you got the copy from tempe that's why we did the application in the first place and if you could talk a little bit about your story that would be awesome give me two perspectives yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah yeah <clears throat> thanks for making the drive out here oh, too. Yes, I know absolutely it's... yeah my pleasure it's a good thing to do yeah deborah already shared the first podcast with the other districts and we've had like not a lot, but about 140 views. So we're hoping that the word's getting out and then folks that are, like I said before, maybe on the fence, if they'll hopefully this will push them over and get them to sign up. Sounds good. Okay. You guys good to go? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Welcome to AFMA 360. I'm your host, Krista Chant. On today's Did You Know, we're covering podcast number two to talk about the fire. Oh, geez. Okay. Ah, uh, sorry. Yeah. Take two. I'm giving you guys a lot of good, a lot of good footage for the blooper reel. Oh, okay. Cancer prevention grant. Woo. I was going to say fire act grant and then that's okay. Okay. Good to go. Welcome to AFMA 360. I'm your host, Krista Chant. On today's, did you know, we're going to cover the cancer prevention grant number two with me. I have Dr. Shukla and battalion chief, Steve McCoy. How are you guys doing today? Great. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. So, Dr. Shukla, you're with Vincere Cancer Center. Um, if you don't mind, uh, if you can kind of just cover, we, we've talked a little bit about this on the first podcast, the Assistance to Firefighters Grant. We're covering 20 fire districts with that grant. Um, we provided us a little bit of an overview, but would you mind telling us about some of the testing that you provide and the whole purpose behind the uh, the prevention you know, testing that you guys do? Absolutely. So as we know, firefighters are at high risk for cancer, anywhere from 15 to 20% higher risk than the average population. They also get cancer at younger ages, and they're more likely to die of their cancer. And this program is specifically designed for firefighters, and it is comprehensive screening. So in one visit, the firefighter comes into our cancer center, meets with me. We do personal history, family history, exposure history, and they undergo imaging, which involves a whole body MRI, which looks for cancer, and 11 to 13 different organs. So far, our highest yield has been kidney cancer, and we've picked up almost 20 of those. We also do a low-dose lung CT, which is designed to screen for lung cancer, but I actually pick up more lymphomas from that. We do genetics if it's warranted and indicated from their family history. We do something called a liquid biopsy. So there'll be two diff different liquid biopsies available. One is called gallery, which looks at DNA methylation. So cancers shed DNA methylation in the blood. The older you are, the more DNA methylation you shed in the blood. And so this tests for anywhere for 50 different cancers, but really it's very sensitive for the more aggressive cancers that are likely to kill you, such as pancreatic, esophageal, um, ovarian cancers. And so that's offered. We're also doing a new test called ellipta, which is a blood test and a urine test, and that's looking for 14 different cancers. 
At the same visit, you'll also see a dermatologist, and she'll do a full skin exam on you, as well as our urologist, and he'll do well, PSAs and a digital rectal exam. And so with that comprehensive screening, we're trying to cover as many possible cancers as possible and early and safe as well. So the MRI has no radiation. The CT has very limited radiation, almost the same as a chest X-ray. And so you're at our center for approximately three hours. When That's all it takes to get all of this testing done. And so, Dr. Shukla, I know you talked about it, and, and thank you for covering the MRI and the CT, the amount of radiation. I know that has been some concern that I've heard. You know, if you don't have an underlying issue with cancer, doing all this testing, will it actually expose you or, you know, potentially create, you know, some sort of an issue for, you know, our folks in the future? Well, actually, we find a lot of benign things as well. So I found aneurysms, I found MS, I find fatty liver. So it's good. And I'm very... I tend to watch a lot of things, and so I don't overly biopsy. I follow a lot of patients, and so a lot of them can be followed from home and with telemedicine visits, and so I'm not overly aggressive to biopsy. Being an oncologist, I feel very comfortable following a lot of patients. Yeah, and I know personally, and then I'm going to kick it over here to, to Steve in just a minute, but I know of a handful of folks that fortunately um, what you were able to find for them was benign, uh, but once again, finding it early enough and taking care of it, you actually helped help them out as well. Absolutely. So it's it's not just cancers overall, just finding you know, even heart disease that we can sometimes see in optimizing your health. Absolutely. And, and so, Steve, I know, and, and we'll get into your story in just a minute, yeah. but um, I think we've talked before, and you also know of a number of firefighters, even from without our, from outside of our agency, that have had you know positive test results and then been yeah. able to be taken care yeah. of. Oh, just like Dr. Shukla said, a whole list of things, just not cancer, that were found. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, would you mind talking just a little bit about your story? So once again, hats off to you, props to you, definitely. Uh, and, and I know you're you're super humble and you're not going to you know acknowledge this other than me calling it out. You were the primary reason that we even applied for the Assistance for Firefighters grant in the first place. You came forward with that idea. Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> we uh, were big on cancer prevention. We, we turn out, uh, decon on scene, do all these things. Everybody's big on that, so the next step is you want early detection, is the screening. It needs to be looked at as a whole, I think. Um, nobody's like, well, I'm not going to decon. I want these carcinogens to stick on me. Everybody decons, so I think everybody should do this screening. And I can give you early detection and not early detection experiences. So um, about 25, 26 years ago, I was diagnosed on my leg with a like stage three melanoma, and what you go through because it wasn't detected early. Um, you do big incision, uh, skin graft from my thigh, took out some lymph nodes from my groin, which you you don't want that. It's no fun. <laughs> and um, then a year of treatment of uh, interferon. So it's like having a bad case of the flu for a year that you go through and your family goes through it with you. It's just miserable. Like you'd expect. So I went through that. That was good. Um, or good outcome, obviously. But this year I had a, a reoccurrence of a small cot right away, which was outpatient surgery. We're going to monitor it, go home. It's like, well, that's great. I can do that. I don't have to do a year of 
giving myself shots and you don't want any of my lymph nodes. Cool. So I'm a big proponent of the screening and early detection. It's major difference. Absolutely. And, and Dr. Shukla, you did talk earlier about uh, having a dermatologist. So I wasn't even aware that that is a portion of the testing. I think at times, especially with just even us, even that we live out here in Arizona, skin cancer is a whole separate issue that, that we have to deal with. Right. But our dermatologist is, that's all she do- does as firefighters. And we realize that, you know, there's some unexposed areas where firefighters also get skin cancer. So she does a very thorough exam on you all. Absolutely. So, you know, Steve, from uh, our perspective, and you talked about it, you know, a little bit before, we've seen the change. And, and when I interviewed you, you know, for your personal podcast years ago, we didn't really worry about, you know, deconning. Yeah. It was a badge of honor if we had a helmet that was dirty. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I talked about, I can't tell you how many times we'd pull out in the in the truck first thing in the morning, the sunlight would come into the come into the cab of the truck and we'd see all the particulates. And I know Dr. Shukler, you're probably grimacing right now, you know, <laughs> hearing all those stories. Um, but we just didn't take it seriously. Right. So it, it's important. We're taking it much more seriously now on the prevention mm-hmm. side, decon, two sets of turnouts. We're really trying to be proactive. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the testing side, you know, I have heard back and, and we covered this a little bit in the first podcast talking about the prevention uh, grant. We have some members that, that aren't, um, you know, really interested in taking advantage of the testing. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you, would you have for them? Um, well, I, I don't know what reason, I mean, are out there why somebody wouldn't, but to me, going through not early detection and early detection, you want it detected early. It's not, you, you can't hide from it. You're going to find out you have it eventually. <laughs> so you might as well get it taken care of early. Um, you know, if anybody has questions about anything to do with this or what you go through, give me a call. If you're not going because you need someone to babysit your kids, I'll babysit your kids. You need to go. Um, whatever is keeping you from doing it, reach out to somebody who can maybe help you with that. Cause it, it's not just for you. It's for your families, for your kids. It's well, well worth doing it for them. Yeah. The, the um, impact is, is far beyond yeah. just, just you as an individual. Yeah. And everybody's like this. I was more worried about my family than myself. So that that's an incentive right there. Yeah, that's great. And, and I think, you know, when you look at most of our personalities, right, if you become a firefighter, you mm-hmm. usually care about taking care of other people, yeah. not so much your, yourself. Yeah. And the, the only reason I'm here today is try to talk people into doing this and how important it is. So thank you. No, yeah. I appreciate that. And, and Dr. Shukla, I don't know if, if from your side, you've, you've seen that at years ago, I had a, uh, I had a nurse tell me the only worst patients and doctors and nurses to treat were, were firefighters. Is that, have you seen that a little bit? A little bit, but, you know, they've been very accepting of the program. We're very protective of your medical information. It's confidential. It's not shared with your employers or anything. So we're also flexible if you don't want to do the prostate cancer screening or the skin cancer or anything that's, you know, we're, we're very flexible. You don't have to do that. Um, if you need, some people need a little bit of sedation to be in that MRI. We're happy to do that. Whatever we can to make this process easy and not scary, we want to do that. And, and you touched on a, a very important point that we did cover in the first podcast, because even what we saw within, within our organization with COVID, uh, you know, there were some, there was some reluctancy for folks to share their vaccination status and that, you know, taking the politics out of it, you know, that was just a little bit of a concern. Um, I know, and, and thank you for covering that. 
that information that's HIPAA protected, it, it stays between your organization and, you know, whatever employee that we have or the person that goes through the cancer screening. Uh, it's the same way for us with the grant. So the Assistance for Firefighters grant, there's no mandatory requirement that we submit any follow-up information other than just, you know, uh, that we are sending folks through the screening so that we're meeting the grant obligation. Absolutely. I do my very best to keep that confidential. Absolutely. So can, can I ask you for, for one favor? And I said that I was in the, uh, in the first podcast, I was going to do this. So my dad, uh, was treated years ago for colorectal cancer. So I had to start doing colonoscopies, you know, pretty, pretty young. Uh, can you figure out a better way for the prep? Uh, that, that's the one, one personal thing I'll ask you for you in, in the podcast. I know that's, they have this new machine that apparently is supposed to be, it's almost like a suction machine. And I'm like, I don't think that's any better. But the good news is there's a company called Garden, which is a, a new blood test that they're going to have that's going to replace screening colonoscopy in the next five years. And so, oh, wow. yeah. And so then you'll only have to get a colonoscopy if you have a positive Garden. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And that, so, that, I'll, I'll tell you that that's really exciting. One of the things I talked about is, not so much the procedure, propofol. The mm -hmm. first time I had it done, I had a, a male uh, nurse anesthetist and, you know, he's telling me, oh, you're going to wake up like you had the best nap that you've ever had. And I didn't believe it, right? Like the only yeah. procedures I had done before to have my wisdom teeth out and they gave me some, you know, a little bit of anesthesia for that. And I woke mm -hmm. up feeling really sick and the propofol piece was great, right? And, yeah. and even the test wasn't, wasn't that bad, you know, because you're, you're knocked out. Um, but the prep side of it, yeah, that was, that was not too much. Fun. Yeah. So it, it's going to get better. Absolutely. Yeah, that that's great. So you said in the in the next five years, then that that blood test will make that yeah. possible. It's out right now, but only select populations, and so hopefully soon we'll be able to offer it. They're looking for FDA clearance in the next hopefully year, and then we'll be able to offer it more and more. Oh, that's great. That's great. So uh, if I understood it correctly, when you were describing it. There's the the battery of tests that you would typically go through, but anyone that wants to participate, if they say, "Hey, I, I, I'm willing to do these things, but I don't want to do this," then they can opt out of that. that Absolutely, one. it's your it's your health, it's your screening program. We want it to be as meaningful as we can for you. That's great. Um, anything else that you would, you know, think so if we have, so we heard from Steve, hopefully, you know, him talking about it on the first podcast, we had Tom Drury who's one of our engineers that, that unfortunately had to deal with a, a uh, you know, employment related cancer. Uh, and, and he talked about his experience. What else would you say if there's somebody on the fence of unsure if they want to do the testing or not, what have you seen, you know, as far as the efficacy and the ability to, to impact, you know, so the I think previous if, firefighters? If they, I mean, if they have questions, they can always call the office ahead of time, speak to me or one of my PAs. We're happy to go through the process in detail with them. Any other questions? And the other thing that we do is if we do find a cancer diagnosis, I make sure they get the best care possible. I have connections everywhere. Obviously, I'm an oncologist. Some of the firefighters stay with me for treatment. Some go elsewhere. But I will do my very best that they get their benefits, they get the best treatment that they can, and so and timely as well. And I, I know, and, and I had a chance to talk uh, with Chief Losh, who I know you know from her previous employer, who I happened to also work there previously. Um, but she had said that that she personally knows those connections that you made, um, the folks that needed to go meet with those physicians, chances are it would have taken them six months or even possibly not been able to even get in to see some of those physicians. Absolutely. I call Most of the physicians that they go to are all my personal friends. I, I make all the phone calls. I make sure everything gets expedited. And so they're back to work very quickly. 
So, and, and, and I know you've been told this by other agencies, but thank you for doing everything that you do. I, I know it's, um, you could probably make a lot more money if you expanded out your patient population and you weren't so dedicated to firefighters. But I know, like I said before, at least a handful um, of friends like, like Steve had talked about that have very positively been impacted by, by what you're doing to help firefighters. It's, it's meaningful. It's been so meaningful to me personally, just being an oncologist, seeing things late stage and now being able to detect it early in a young population. And so, and the firefighters are the best patients. They are so grateful and I'm so honored to do this. Well, thank you again. Steve, uh, anything else that you want to cover before we, uh, before we wrap up the, the podcast today? Uh, no, just get, get this done. There's no reason not to, you know, got nothing to lose but your life. So do it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, you know, personally, I can't think of very many reasons. We, we've covered the confidentiality now a couple of times. Um, there's no, no concern that anyone within our organization, or if it is one of those other districts, you know, that your employer is going to find anything out about it. Um, it's, it's really about taking care of you. But like you, you talked about, I think it's important to really take care of your, your family as well. Yeah. Great. Okay, Dr. Shukla. Anyone needs a ride? Oh. I'll drive you there. Well, thank there you. There you go. That, that's awesome. What if I don't? What if I need a ride just to go somewhere else? Will you, will you give me a ride? Uh, sure. Just, okay. <laughs> just, just right now while you're on light duty, but but not not beyond any other time. I'll be your okay. fit for a while, but then I gotta. Go but that's to it. Work. Yeah, you have to actually go do some real work. I, I get that. Dr. Shukla, anything else you'd like us to cover with our with our audience? No, I agree. It's the smartest thing you can do, so please do it, and it's totally no charge, so absolutely do it. Yeah, and, and I think that's a, a really important point. Um, you know, the, there's going to be zero. This isn't coming out of your HSA. There's no deductible for you to pay. Exactly. The, the, grants, the grant's 100% covering the cost for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you both again for joining us today. Okay. Our pleasure. Thanks for joining us again today on AFMA 360. Be safe, and I hope you have a great day. All right. Want to go see what it's going to look like? Yeah. Get some special effects in there. And I know. That.